Good evening, everyone. It is the Air Raider Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and this is the second show of tonight. That is right. We just got done wrapping up the week that was in week two of the XFL season. That is launched and ready to be heard around the world here on Anchor FM. But as always, follow me on my personal Twitter, On Air with Mike. Follow the show at Air Raid underscore podcast. And as always, you're more than welcome to download us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. And listen to us on anchor.fm slash Air Raid Attack Podcast. Wherever you get your platform from, we will make sure that you can um, you can hear it from there. So, the XFL is done, out of the way, so let's, here we go, New Jersey Devils, that's my Devils, they sold, and they sold big yesterday. Um, no, really, no surprises, as we look at what the New Jersey Devils is trying to do, um, they're not, nowhere close to be in reach of a playoff spot. Um, this is should be their um, another year when they're in the bottom of the barrel, in regards to uh, one of the worst teams in the league. Um, we're just a week away now from the NFL NFL NHL trade deadline. Uh, New Jersey obviously definitely has a for sale sign right in front of the Prudential Center, in regards to of um, in regards to unloading. Um, a buddy of mine, I uh, tweeted our text out yesterday, and uh, about the first trade uh, we're here that we'll get to here shortly, and uh, it's not surprising. I mean, it's it's time to unload and rebuild and see what we can do next year, and then as we head into the 2021 season, and then into the future as we start off the 2021-2022 season, and uh, what New Jersey can do. And obviously, Tom Fitzgerald is. The interim general manager is obviously he has a clear indication that we're ready to unload and that um, the trades that he made uh, yesterday showed it. Um, he shipped off um, defensive men and ca- longtime captain Andy Green um, and uh, Blake Coleman, the forward. Of course, there were separate deals on Sunday, but uh, the return, especially for Coleman, I thought was outrageous was a heck of a deal. Um, Tampa Bay fans for Coleman said that we robbed him, and, and depends on how you want to look at it and look look at it from Tampa Bay's view. You could say that um, from New Jersey's view, you got a first round pick and a young prospect um, coming in, and so we'll see. We'll see what um, what happens here as we. Uh, finish out the final week before the trade deadline. Um, New Jersey, of course, is looking at a potential, let's just be honest, second straight um, bottom of five uh, finish, three in the last four years. Um, And don't be surprised if interim general manager Fitzgerald moves more players. Uh, I got a rumor here that we'll I'll discuss here in a second. Um, But like he said, with you know, and he stated out earlier, I read the you know, article, and he pretty much said, hey, if the phone's going to ring, and more than likely it's going to after what happened yesterday, he's definitely going to answer and do what's best 
in his best interest for the organization. Uh, fast Track <clears throat> and Rewind, for all you out there listening, New Jersey was the number one overall selection in 2017 and 2019. So, um, Nico Heischer, Jack Hughes are, of course, the players that will not be traded, along with along with our uh, rookie goaltender, um, Mackenzie Blackwood. Um, he has 19 of the 22 team wins. And um, he is also on the untouchable list. Um, so we'll see um, who's out there and what you can get in return. Travis, Travis Zajac and uh, Pavil Zaki, um, Zaka. They have no trade clauses, I believe. Um, and of course, they're they're not going to go anywhere. So. Um, we'll see. The rest of the roster seems to be on the market. Um, Kyle Palmieri is the word I'm hearing quite a bit. Wayne Simmons, I'm kind of interested in what you can, what we can get in return, along with uh, the defensive men, um, Will Butcher, and so on and so forth. Um, Palmieri, of course, is the team's best player, in my opinion, uh, after the trade earlier this season of of um, of, um, of Hall. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what what New Jersey does. Um, Simmons definitely has struggled here in New Jersey with his first season. Um, but his net front presence is remaining. Um, so we'll see um, what New Jersey does by any means. Um, defense is the area, in my opinion, that New Jersey needs to Desperately need to improve on. Uh, third worst in the league in regards to goals given up. Um, a ridiculous 204. Um, granted, New Jersey has a lot of young players. And they're going to be ready soon. Um, just to name a few. Kevin Ball. We acquired him back in December when we traded for Taylor, um, with Arizona for Taylor Hall. Um... And the first-round pick, Ty Smith, um, I think he's ready to, to get going. Um, f- um, f- uh, Nolan Foot Foote, um, that we required uh, from Tampa Bay in regards to Blake uh, Coleman. You know, expect him to uh, to start probably here in the next, you know, hopefully soon. Um We'll see. We'll see what uh, Fitzgerald has up his sleeves. Um, the key thing, if Vancouver makes the playoffs and Arizona does not get a top three pick in the draft, the first round picks will go to New Jersey, giving them three and is what considered a good draft. And that is in regards to um, Tampa Bay's trade. Um, so we'll see. Just think back in 2012, the New Jersey Devils made it to the Stanley Cup Finals and lost to the Kings. Um, ownership, of course, has been patient this season, but uh, John Hines fired in December. Uh, Ray Shiro was fired as general manager in January. And uh, we'll see. You know, we'll see what they do in regards to coaching after this year. And uh, so on and so forth. So what's next for New Jersey? 
Uh, rumors that don't be surprised here. That New Jersey trades uh, Kyle Palmer to Boston. That is the rumor that is spreading. You know, like I said, we're a week, uh, one week away from the deadline. New Jersey's going to be wheeling and they're going to be dealing. If they can make some moves, they're going to. Um, Tom Fitzgerald, the interim general manager, is definitely in a um, sell mode. And that's obviously been proven to... Um, for Andy Green going to the Islanders and uh, Blake Coleman to Tampa Bay. Um, so don't be surprised if you hear Kyle Palmieri's name. That the Bruins are going to go after him. That's a report out of WEII. WEEI and out of Boston. Um, so we'll see what the trade, what we what we get out of that. Um, New Jersey just been a long year. Um, bottom of the barrel in the basement, so to speak, in the Metropolitan um, Division. Obviously, Boston's playoff push will definitely help with Palmieri. Um, this season, so far, Palmieri has 22 goals and 41 points. Um, so, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what New Jersey does exactly. Um... I couldn't tell you exactly what New Jersey needs to do. Besides, I love what McKenzie Blackwood's doing in that. Our rookie uh, goaltender. We're just a um, young team. An experienced team. And, um... They definitely need a new look. Definitely need looks. So, we'll see what New Jersey does. We'll see. Um, I can give you, and I wasn't, you know, surprised that we're making trades. I expected it. You know, when you start off from, um, when you started off firing John Hines, which really should have been last year. They waited too long on that end. You know, Corey Snyder completely struggled this season. You know, he was demoted to the American Hockey League. Um, then, of course, Taylor Hall got traded. Then Ray Shiro got fired as general manager. The season goes on and on, and it's a long season. When... Um, it's just when your season's been a wash. It's a long year. Uh, so here's here's some a few players I predict that New Jersey will probably uh, at least consider trading, or here's some players that don't be surprised if they do trade here in the last week. Uh, Rain Simmons, Wayne Simmons, is a primary a candidate in my opinion to become a short-term rental for a contending team. Um, like I said earlier, he hasn't really produced in New Jersey. Um, not saying it was a horrible signing um, during the off season. I mean, it was a. I mean, you only signed him one mil, five, one year, five mil. So again, it might have worked out, but it hasn't. Um, so we'll see. Um, Semi Vatini 
Um, he still's got uh, a four-year, nineteen and a half mil on his contract. Uh, Damon um, Severson. Don't be surprised if you hear his name, Travis Zajac, and I still don't think he gets traded. I think he's safe, um, but you, at this point, you don't know. Uh, and I still expect PK Subban um, to get traded. Uh, I love the addition with him on the offseason, but uh, again, when you got to reload and unload and, and rebuild, you're going to have to... Um, you got to make some moves. And New Jersey's going to have to get to that point. I mean, am I going to sit there and say they are a uh, competing team? No, not not next year. And they may not be a year after that. So, we'll see. But we'll uh, I expect New Jersey to to make some more new noise. Um, throughout, throughout the, um, trade deadline. Nonetheless, what we talked about, uh, if you joined us on our show a few days ago, the Houston Astros, um, listen to one of our local sports, and I totally agree with, with them. Uh, I expect, um, new... I expect Houston to get pelted every time they're at the plate. Um, I mean, why not? Again, you cheated your way to a World Series. You almost had it wrapped up again last year. I just think this is going to get ugly. Before it gets any better. Um, now, uh, the if you are a sports sports book person, if you bet on things, it does a over under um, eighty three and a half plunkings. Was <laughs> what is the over under number? And uh, I think it's going to be over, and I think it's going to be over quite a bit, um, to say the least. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think uh, there's not a single player that's not going to get pelted in regards to what's going to happen here later on the season, and uh, we'll see. A uh, two bad um, should get pelted. The the whole organization needs to be belted. I mean, let's be honest here, guys. Do I sit there and say it's it's nice to uh, throw a fastball at somebody's head? No. It's more likely it's dangerous and you're going to kill somebody. But aim for their ankles. Aim for their kneecaps. Aim for their ribs. Aim for their elbows. Aim for their arms, their wrists. Try not to do the head. That's a little above aggression. But again, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a few quote-unquote, high pitches, and uh, and Houston gets pelted. And rightfully so. You can't blame, I mean, <laughs> the league, the players have now come out, and they're destroying the Houston organization. Mike Trout came out today. 
Cody Bellinger came out a few days ago. You know, the Yankees came out a few days ago. So, again, don't be surprised if Houston gets pelted. And 83.5, I think, is too low. I, I, I think it's going to be high once it's all said and done. Uh, Mike Trout came out today, you know, he and he quoted. Yeah, and Mike Trout, I like Mike Trout. He's going to be the most laid-back, quiet baseball player. He's just there to do his job and, and nothing else. Uh, you know, he, he ripped the organization of Houston, called for more of a punishment for the players' um, sign-stealing, and he said it. He lost respect. And so I think this is just... Um, the beginning and the end, I think you're going to see a lot of retaliation towards Houston. Uh, Mike Trout said it best, and I can't agree more. They cheated. I don't agree with the punishment. I lost respect for some of those guys. Um, going up to the plate, knowing what's coming, that would be a lot of fun. And... Uh, you know, and Mike Trell also talked about Jose Atuvez walk-off shirt incident a little suspicious. And then, like I pointed out to you on, I believe, Saturday night, was Jose, when he walked off against uh, Aurora Chapman, he is holding on to the top of his shirt with his little stupid little index finger waving in the air saying no 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 you know telling his players not to take off his shirt so on and so forth here's what Mike Trout had to say you can take my shirt off if you hit a home run or if you hit a homer to send your team to the World Series at home you can do whatever you want to me now whatever He practically also said that it's sad for baseball. And I agree. It's a black guy. I've compared it worse than it is to the to the um, steroid theory scandal. Back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Still carrying on to this day. Not as bad as it used to be. Um, but again. You can't... Um, Mike Trout kind of thought what I was thinking when I talked on Saturday. You don't know what helped them or what not. But if you know what's coming, it's going to definitely help you. It's tough. Take a, taking a trophy away, taking the rings away, I think they should definitely do something. Um, again, like I said, he's not the only player that's speaking out. Um, Cody Bellinger has speaking out. Uh, Rob Manfred, who's everybody's worst nightmare right now um he defended he defended the the Astros you know practically their thing doubles down his defense for the punishment Colleen Bellinger of course you know he he went off on he went off on the the scandal so We'll see.
Okay, we'll see. Uh, again, I still say take away. Uh, I say still take away the rings, the banners, the pennants, and you suspend them indefinitely for three years. If it considered the 2017, 18, 19, the years out the 2021, 20, 22 season. If it involved 2016, you carry that on to 23. If you want to, make that for make it the SMU death penalty. Why not? Again, um, somebody mentioned on Periscope, yeah, but the Yankees, they bought their way to, you mean buying their, them a World Series. Well, if you are a true baseball person, you know that the New York Yankees did not, for the first time in franchise history, did not make it to the World Series all of last decade. There has never been a decade before that the Yankees did not at least make it to the World Series once. Not but once. Last decade, they failed. But again, how can you sit there and say they failed when you have a team that's from Texas that cheated their way to a AL pennant Two of them, by my, I might add, in a World Series. So, we'll see. Um, it says Black Eye to the League. Black Eye to the League. And again, I want to say this again. They are going to have to do something. This punishment, if you want to call it a punishment, was nothing. But anyway, we'll see. We shall see. Tomorrow, the first time in 23 years, switching gears to college basketball, first time in 23 years that Oklahoma is going to play host to the number one team in the country. 23 years is going to happen for the first time in 23 years that Oklahoma will play host to the number one team in the country. Um, Who was that? I don't know. I can look it up and tweet it out later. Um... Number one, Baylor. Oklahoma should have went down. They went down to Waker earlier this year and played. I thought pretty played pretty well. Um, decision making at the end, uh, especially late in the second half. I think uh, they stole the ball within a few seconds, and uh, I would have went for two, sent it to overtime. They tried to go for three, horrible shot. I mean, it's whatever. It's done and over with. Uh, in order for Oklahoma, Oklahoma needs to win. This is the win that they need ever so badly if they want to make the NCAA tournament. Uh, coming off a trouncing of Kansas, uh, Oklahoma, I think the best win is West Virginia. Uh, Minnesota, I think, is a decent win, but they don't have enough to carry themselves into into the big into the big dance here in a few weeks. But um, <clears throat> we'll see. Baylor, of course, wants to continue the the great season that they have. I'm not knocking anything that they're doing. They're doing well. Um, 
Oklahoma needs a win. And this is the win that Oklahoma ever so badly needs. And I know I just repeated myself, but that's how badly us Sooner fans need this win. Um, I, It's going to be tough. I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to be easy. Um, Oklahoma 16-9 overall. Um, Brady Manick team point leader 15.6. Doolittle's averaging almost 10, double, uh, 10 rebounds. Austin Reeves is nearly averaging 3 assists. They're going to have to get... Manick's going to have to good game. He's going to have... He needs a career, another career game. Doolittle Reeves is going to have to play excellent ball. Harmon, I think, is going to have to play well. Um, I know he's averaging, I think, about close to eight points. He's going to have to score in double figures. You're going to have to have multiple people score in double figures. We'll see. Um, Baylor is full of NBA talent. And there's not much to say on this one. But Oklahoma, um, they're going to need to come out and play with their A game. Um, the schedule is not going to get any easier as we walk down the stretch. Um, there's not. And their easiest game, if you want to consider easy, is Oklahoma State. But Oklahoma State's have played well in the last few games. Um, played phenomenally well. But like I said, when you look at Oklahoma's schedule, not very impressive. Minnesota. West Virginia. Um, that's really about it. You know, you got uh, Baylor tomorrow. They go at Stillwater to OSU on Saturday. A week from tomorrow, they play um, Texas Tech, who's down in Norman, who's the national runner-up, who lost to Virginia in the national championship game a year ago in overtime. They got to go to Morgantown, which is going to be interesting how Oklahoma plays on Morgantown. Morgantown, of course, wants to revenge the uh, 10-point loss that they suffered down here in Norman a few weeks back. Of course, Texas is, it's, you get rivalries, and just like Oklahoma State, it's, it's impossible to predict. And you got TCU. TCU, I think, is one of the most disappointing teams, to say the least, uh, this year. But, um,. Oklahoma needs a win. The Big 12 really wants Oklahoma to win, but at the same time, um, in this case, do you... I mean, more teams, more the merrier, right? But um, we'll see. Notre Dame beats North Carolina. What is up with North Carolina? You know, I haven't watched North Carolina much this year. Um, I don't know when the last time they did not make the big dance. And there's a good chance that... There's a good chance that they may not make it again this year. Sorry about that. There's a good thing. I'm on ESPN. There's a good thing that... Uh, looking at the scores. Um, there's a good thing that uh, they may not. There's a good chance. Um, UCLA, I'm seeing, is uh, trailing by one to Oregon State. Oregon State playing excellent basketball in women's basketball. But, um, yeah, 77-76, Notre Dame beats North Carolina. Carolina and uh, breaking news: Arizona Cardinals uh, re-signed their left tackle DJ Humphreys to a three-year deal worth forty-five mil. 
with 29 of it guaranteed. Uh, excellent. Uh, put stability in their left tackle position. Uh, interesting now what they do in regards to uh, the draft. I still think they go C.D. Lamb just because of the connection with uh, Kyler Murray. Of course, down here in Oklahoma. Uh, I got 20-something Twitter notifications that just now popped up. Um, but again, Oklahoma going back. Big, big game tomorrow night. I will be watching. It's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Um, <clears throat> Senior football right around the corner. Um, Tyler, Tyler uh, Mordecai, uh, Tanner Mordecai, and uh, Spencer Rattler, my two quarterbacks to keep an eye on. I think Rattler gets a starting call. Um, I just think he brings a different... Um, a different feel to the game. I liked what he did um, in the games he did play um, this year. Um, also in Oklahoma, they got the plots down for the um, Heisman Park in regards to Baker Mayfield and um, for quarterback uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield and Arizona's quarterback um, and the Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray for their Heisman statues to be put up. Hopefully this year. They, are, they got the plots ready. The ground's ready. So we'll see. Hopefully it's at the spring game. I hope. Um, so we'll see. But Sooner Football will be uh, previewing a little bit closer once we get to time. I'm just not in the field right now for Sooner Football uh, in regards to the season. Uh, 2020 season, they start off, I know, with Missouri State. Uh, they got Tennessee coming to Norman. Um, they go up to um, at Army. I think it's going to be interesting. Of course, the nail-biter two years ago, um, they, Army was close to upstate in Oklahoma. We'll see what they can do um, at Army. And, of course, the Big 12 is up for grabs, I think, this year. I think Oklahoma could see a setback. I think you could see the streak end, but we'll see. Um, Oklahoma of course, won um, <laughs> a lot in a row now. But five straight uh, Big 12 championships. But um, nonetheless, we'll see uh, what the Big 12 looks like. Um, that preview will be coming up in March, April-ish. Once the spring training, spring camp concludes in April, um, I'll get that out as well. Now, <clears throat> what cities will be a part of the live podcast? What are you talking about, Michael? Live podcast. What are you doing? You're alive. Yes, indeed, I am live. But, exciting, exciting news. So, um, I am in the works of going to New York um, sometime this year. Uh, like I mentioned in the previous podcast, to go see my good buddies of mine out in New York, uh, whether we can are able to catch a Yankees game, we're going to try to uh, schedule it around that. So, if everything goes as planned, my show will be live at Yankee Stadium. That is right, at Yankee Stadium. Um, try to catch maybe a few Yankee fans, get their feedback. Um, so July, I know... Uh, July 7th, weekend of July 17th to the 19th, um, St. Louis, that's right, we'll be going to St. Louis for the St. Louis Yankees series, um, 
a buddy of mine, him and his wife um, are going to be there. And uh, he says, hey, I can get you set up. Um, he does this um, on a side gig, and we'll see what, how that goes. Um, Denver goes to Carolina, traveling out to Carolina. And then um, Winnipeg and Vancouver and Seattle and Minneapolis and um, Salt Lake. I'll get to more of those details out sooner. Of course, Denver and Dallas. Um, those are the cities that will eventually be going live um, so much. Um, that means Periscope. That means if I may do a thing to where I pre-record and, and um, do a thing where I'm watching or doing the show on Periscope and then um, sending it over to our podcast. But... Those are the cities, those are the reasonings, and we are excited to be headed on a tour, if you might add. Um, Looking forward to it, and so much more, as always. But in the meantime, as always, follow us on Twitter, On Air with Mike, is my personal Twitter account. Follow the show, uh, airraid underscore podcast, and follow us on... Follow us on Periscope, Mike underscore Air Raid Attack. As always, <clears throat> excuse me, as always, download uh, this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and uh, we'll get some more. We're waiting on a few more Cast Box, uh, Cast Box, and Stitcher. Uh, we are the only two left that we're waiting on. So. Just be patient with those, but in the meantime, like I said, we're looking forward to where the show is going, and uh, it's going to be fun. Until then, guys, take care. Let's watch some more basketball, and uh, let's get ready for opening day. Let's do this. Take care, guys. Good night.